flash of the camera fills the cavern that you've fallen into. Right as Annie goes to say, I'm tired of fa- and her mouth is covered by Nicole's hand because what you all saw in front of that, from that flash of light was at least eight of these creatures, all in some sort of sleep-like state. Their wings are brought up and cocooned over them slightly, seemingly not awakened by the cave-in or the previous conversations, except for one. And this one stands before you, an intelligence in its eyes that evokes fear in the very pit of your stomachs. You all have your flashlights, but it is in this moment, as the camera flashes, that Arabella's flashlight flickers out, and Nick McKay's begins to flicker as well. Still working, but flickering just slightly. This leaves Nicole Mars, Iris, and Nick with the only actual working flashlights. While Margrave has his torch and is still illuminating the massive outline of this creature that stands before you. Those that did not fail their sanity rolls at the beginning of the session, what would you like to do? I want to check if there's any way we could climb back up. I, I mean, I see all of this. I realize we're outclassed. There's no way we can live down here. I want to see if I can get back up to that room we were so close to getting into, Garrett. Okay, that is that is <laughs> what Dr. Clark would like to do. Um, Nick is trying not to poop himself. Um, uh, Roll poop. Roll poop, exactly. Um, I think Nick would have the shotgun that that uh, Dr. Sanford gave back to me pointed at this thing. He knows that he doesn't want to shoot it to wake up the other ones. He's just holding it there in case he needs to shoot it. Okay. Um, in what conditions would he shoot it? Uh, if it goes to attack uh, or, it, I mean, when that, per- when that monster thing attacks somebody else and they to defend them is when he would shoot it like okay gotcha like at that point it doesn't matter because somebody's gonna right bear her yeah right okay what about iris oh man uh i have one question first when uh i did the camera flash in the dark place um did I notice if the one who's smiling at me got affected by the bright flash of light in their face? Since they're like in front of me? That's, um, or are they just like? It was super quick. I'll say they didn't like visibly like move or back or yeah. anything, but um, it's hard to know if it actually affected their vision or anything. All right, and only, only one option. Draw the sword. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the shotgun is pointed, the sword, you all hear like the shing of the sword coming out. <laughs> and like, uh, like holding it, so like there's at least like, you know, a, a gap between me and them, just like. Fantastic. <laughs> um, trying not now... to look terrified. <laughs> If I can have everyone's decks in the chat, please. 
Every time I see that, Margrave, it hurts my soul. I have a cane. I've hurt my leg a long time ago. So is Nick going to fire or still going to wait? I think he still waits until there's an immediate threat in, and then he fires. Okay, so it, it would be Mr. Margrave. Are you firing or... Well, I guess if there's no sort of immediate craziness, then if I, if I don't have like that in my brain, then I would probably try to look for an exit. Um, uh, cause I'm looking around. This is the den of lions, basically. You don't want right. to startle that. That's stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'd like to, I guess, do a spot hidden if I could. Sure. And I will have, um, Dr. Clark make a spot hidden as well. Okay. And, uh, as you are looking around, I will. <laughs> Ooh. Um, that is a hard success. 24 under 75. I have a 66 under 70. Okay, so there's this flash. Everybody sees this this figure standing in front of Iris, and there's a moment where you, you hear the sword, and there's a, a second of silence as uh, Mr. Margrave and Dr. Clark begin looking around. Margrave's looking around, like, the area best that he can with the torch and whatever light beams are going on right now, and... Um, Dr. Clark is looking up from where you fell to see if there is any sort of path that you can climb up. And you hear just the slightest little crunch of this creature taking a step. And you can see just the outline basically illuminated by this torch. It puts its arms out and you see these massive wings stretch out all the way across this cavern and then it breathes in and it screeches. There's this loud screech that echoes throughout this entire cavern. You hear the shifting of the multiple figures all the way around you. (laughs) Can Um, I still shoot? (laughs) those of you that had your guns out, I will allow a firearms roll. Ha-cha-cha! Where are you shooting? Um, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's always best to shoot at the, the chest, I guess. Okay, I will um, say this one is illuminated enough, being in close proximity of the lights and the torch, that you are able to see it enough to fire at it, so. So, a uh, question about um, pistol. It says attacks one parentheses three. Um, uh, that means you can shoot three times, but uh, it's like, it's two like and three increasing... are good. It's like Savage Worlds, I believe. Except I think, Carrie, you were saying that the first yeah, shot will be normal. Yeah, your first one will be fine, and then you'll have a penalty three. on two and three if you wanted no. to fire all three. Yeah, I yeah I feel like in the moment, I would be like, ah, shit, um, okay. and fire off as much as I can. Okay, so I missed the second and the third time, but I do hit the first time in okay. the ex- extreme. Uh, okay, so that's 15. Nice. Uh, cool. Damage. Um, 
too bad it's not probably human. Yeah, it's probably yeah. going to do crap. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so you you fire. The first one, like, you hear the first one impact. It slams into just this mass of a body. Uh, you hear it kind of shift backwards slightly. The wings kind of come in just a little bit. But the other two that you're firing, you hear just ring off in the distance. You completely miss. Uh, Nick, what's that shotgun roll? Okay, here we go. Um... Okay, once again, double zeros is is a hundred, right? No, bad. A good old malfunction right oh, there. That's a oh. big old malfunction. Z- I got a hundred and eight over twenty-five. No, wait. Hold on. Wait. What? No. Zero, oh, zero. Zero, no, no, no. zero is nothing. So you got an eight percent. Oh, eight. so eight so under twenty-five. Then did you both roll eight percent? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. I've... Nice. Okay. Uh, ten, fifteen. <laughs> Seriously? Yes. You I both rolled an eight percent. Six, both... a four, a three, and a two. So. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. There goes all our luck. What is like, up? <laughs> kill the beast! <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you fire. Like it, it stops the screeching, but you hear all the shifting from behind you, and you can hear uh, the 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 falling of rocks as these creatures are beginning to climb along various parts of the walls, up wherever the ceilings are, um, and all. Nine of these creatures push in. You're all standing here. You're now flanked. All these creatures are around, and as they push in, I'm going to roll to see who they attack. Okay. Strong, capable old man. I'm a strong kid, my affirmation. <laughs> so, as these creatures just swarm in, you hear the shrieking. The shrieking is echoing from various different creatures. It is dark. You see flashlight beams turning to try to see what is going on the gunshots just went off the you know this flash of the light has still kind of bothered your eyes a little bit you're looking around you hear the creatures you hear claws ripping into flesh as uh let's see here um arabella (gasps) you are going to lose three hit points as you feel one of these claws slam into, like, basically through your shoulder from the back. The claws come out your shoulder on the other side. You let out this, like, involuntary just scream of pain as you look down and you see as the claws have pierced through, they curled. And they're just holding on to you from the other side. Uh, that's one of them. Slams into the shoulder, curls the claws, and you feel them just, like, just tug you backwards just slightly. Um, Mr. Margrave. You, um, upon firing at this this large one, you see it kind of backing up a little bit, and as it's beginning to disappear into the shadows- Dark beast! (laughs) As it's disappearing, you just turn your head to see one standing directly in front of you. It shrieks and moves in to try to bite you. Um, I'd like to try- Oh, this is a question. Does the fact that I have a torch, a flame, fire, does that deter them in all, or maybe like, I don't know, give a bonus to my dodge or something, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, like, does that do, does that deter them in any sort of way? Um, in a sort of way that it would deter a human. Okay, so like if I fire put the, so I put fire the fire hot. in between me and the monster, uh, well, I guess, uh, what side is it attacking me on? Uh, your left. Aha! That is what I was holding my... I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm flipped on, on you, but uh, gun in right hand. Uh, <laughs> can I dodge or do something with that flame? I'll say... Thing? 
I'm really trying to bullshit here. I'll uh, say, I'll say if we you can succeed, tell. if you succeed your dodge roll, then maybe that torch will come into play on the next round. Okay, yeah, I was like, I definitely don't want to do damage. I'm just trying to deter it as yep. much as I can. Okay, I will try to dodge. Okay. Um, I, I fail. Uh, just uh, 69 <laughs> over uh, nice. uh, 50. Nice! The amount of times we've had that number in this, this <laughs> chapter, it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so as you turn, it just lunges over. You see it actually like grab onto your hand with the torch, push it away, and, <laughs> and it goes to just bite down right onto your neck. Uh, you are also going to lose three hit points. Ah! As you feel its teeth just sink into your neck and just latch on. Um, and, let's see here. Um, Iris. Hmm, yeah. You have your sword out and kind of just like blocking the distance between that big you know, the big one that was standing in front of you. And as it's kind of backing away and disappearing in the shadows, you hear Mr. Margrave being attacked to your left. You hear something on your right and you look over and you see one of these creatures like lunging at you, coming in for some sort of claw attack. Uh, you would be able to attempt to dodge this if you'd like. Can I instead just stab it? Sure. <laughs> oh, yes. I will Absolutely. instead stab it. Okay, make that roll. All right. Since it's coming at me, is it easier? <laughs> Do I get? I'm gonna yeah. say since it's trying to attack you as well. Oh yeah, yeah. It would just be fighting back. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, I get under sixty. Let's go. Uh, nope. I got a. I got. No. I got a ninety-six. Oh, That's a fumble. Shit. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> Here's, here's what happens. We're getting <laughs> fucked, everyone. <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> and this vampire pit is not going well. <laughs> so Iris, I'm like, I'm guard. <laughs> you quickly turn your like turn your body to face your sword in the other direction, but it's just leaping way faster than you were expecting, and its leap meets you before you can turn and you slam your hand against the side of it you drop your sword yeah the sword falls down into the dust and this creature lands on top of you we'll say since that was a fumble too lands on top of you knocks you onto your back oh it yeah is currently pinning you to the ground and it shrieks and it raises one claw and goes to stab down right into your collarbone oh, oh god, yeah got the collarbones oh, they love those oh. That's rich merchandise. You gotta pay for that. <laughs> I don't know if you can see That's this symbol hilarious. right here. I can. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Is that a one or a six? And that symbol right here, I rolled a one percent. No! Oh uh, yeah. Is it? And it's impale probably too if they're got claw hands. So that's how many max points, damage. And, how many hit points does Iris have? Oh, you know, we got we got seven left right now. Oh, I would have been no, 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 no. You now have one. I have oh, one. Oh. oh, that means I have a major wound. I need to roll Correct. to see if I fall unconscious or not. Um, let's see, where let's is it? Let's leave Miss Moneybags here. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Um, that took a turn. <laughs> oh, where, where is the damage thing for that? I forget what I have to roll to see if I stay up. 
Um, I think it's con- it might be constitution? It might be con. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, go, go oh, I can it. roll, go I can't, it. yeah. Bro, I'll just get eaten Holy. by the raptors. Holy! I mean, luckily I can't fall down because I'm already on the ground. <laughs> uh, I succeed by okay. like 10 points. All right, so, so I'm not yeah, unconscious as it's- I'm, I'm gonna have you also make a sanity roll for me. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Gotta get oh under goodness. 58. I did not, I got a 70. <laughs> I'm like, Arabella, help! You I got a color on! What's happening? Iris! <laughs> You're going to lose two points of sanity. Okay, um, that's not so you bad. Feel, you can feel these claws pierce into, just directly into your body. It, you almost feel it like come out the other side and stab into the dirt. Ooh. Um. And that is where we are leaving that moment. Now, there is one more person to be attacked. It is either going to be Dr. Clark or it is going to be Nick. And I will roll right now to see which one. It's Nick. <laughs> oh, good. Huzzah! Thanks, Bob. <laughs> Taking one for the team. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. All right. So, uh, Nick, you're looking around. You see people just like dropping like flies there are there are attacks happening everywhere and you're just looking around trying to figure out what the best course of action is you're kind of like moving your shotgun from target to target to target and then you took your eye off of that big one for just a little bit too long and as you go to move back it is standing like directly in your face lunges with both claws to try to pick you up by the rib cage you can roll dodge if you'd like no yeah, I'll roll dodge. Let's see if I can dodge this guy. These vampires are so rude. I don't dodge him. No. I don't dodge him at all. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. What's nope. the use of luck if we can't use it in combat? <laughs> uh, there was not enough luck. There was not enough uh. luck. <laughs> there was not enough luck in this world. Um, let me ask you, Nick, how many hit points do you have? I have 10 left. Okay, then I feel minorly bad about this, but not as bad as I could. Minorly feel. bad is is okay with me. Yeah, you that's a good bet. going to lose eight hit points. Yikes! Yikes! Okay. As you feel each of these claws pierce underneath your ribcage and lift you up. You, you yeah. can taste blood in your throat and you kind of turn the shotgun probably like right down at this thing. And that is the creature's turn. Son of a gun. I don't like it! <laughs> Iris. Ow! Yeah. You're up! Ow! Uh, Go ahead and make a luck roll for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, I failed by eight. All right. What would you like to do? Well, uh, I currently have, uh, I think I have a flare. I have a camera, a pipe, and my engraved money clip full of money. Um, Throw some money at it. See if it fixes it. I don't think this could fix it. She's sadly finding out just now. Money can't fix this. <laughs> Would it development. 20? Uh, I think... She may die, but she'll grow Keep while she dies. She, she is going to uh, pull out her pipe and try to like slam it into like the back of this creature's mouth. Nice. <laughs> and just like... Sort of deal. Make that roll. 
All right. Uh, okay. Uh, that is a success. Yay. <laughs> Great. What is the max damage on that? Uh, two. Okay. Because so, I have a negative one because my build is so low, is negative one. So gotcha. I just get yeah, two damage. <laughs> All right. So I rolled a 99 on my dodge. So as Dead this, rock. as this, you're pinned down to the ground and you see it looking at you, you see like blood and just saliva just dripping down like onto probably your face. It's, it's, oh yeah. Yeah, you're looking up and you are feeling around the left rolls to see if your sword landed nearby. Uh, feeling around, <laughs> can't find your sword. So you just reach over, grab this pipe, slam it upward as this is about to lunge down to like bite into your neck. You can see it just holding on to you. It's about to lunge and as it lunges, you just shove the pipe up and you watch the pipe slam through its mouth. Uh, you feel it pierce. And as it does so, you feel, unfortunately, the claws rip out from uh, oh. from your your chest. Yeah. As it stumbles Collar mode gone. Um, oh. Good turn. Ah. <laughs> That's a damn good turn, though. Um, Can I, like, like, is it still on me? No, it has flung backwards, and you see it kind of, like, struggling with this pipe that's literally jammed into, like, the back of its throat. I, I try to staunch the bleeding. <laughs> yeah, you reach over, and your hand like, slaps down on a pool of blood as you're just holding it. And right now, you are just fighting to try not to black out, basically. Oh, yeah. Um, Dr. Clark and Arabella. So nasty. Poor Iris goes to staunch the blood and falls into her own, like, cavity. Yeah, like, oh, like, yeah. There's, there's just, like, nothing there. <laughs> there's nothing to staunch. You're just in. Ugh. I think no. they pulled the, the whole bone out, didn't they? I think they that's the collarbone out. The I major thought they ripped, wound. I, you haven't I really do have had a, major a chance wound. to look, but it ah. feels like maybe there's something missing that should be there. Where's oh. the bone, Gary? <laughs> Give me my bones back. <laughs> All right, so um, Dr. Clark, what would Dr. Clark like to do? I will say um. you could probably climb up this debris and wiggle your way up back to that door, but it would definitely take time that you're not entirely sure if you have right this second. Uh, I am going to do the bravest thing uh, and hide. Uh, is uh, there? Do I feel like this is a situation where I could get away and hide from? Is there enough debris or is there something actively looking at me where it seems like that's not going to happen? I will say that you have no way of knowing for sure whether or not these creatures need sight to okay. see you. Um, but that being said, there are a lot of, this is gonna sound horrible, there are a lot of targets in here. Mm -hmm. So, wow. if you got lucky enough and hid well enough, there is a chance you may be able to hide from these things. Um, it, who is closest to me in terms of like, if I were to speak to someone with free action or like touch them on the shoulder, is there anyone within arm's distance before I hide? Um, I honestly think you were closest to Annie and Mars. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So I would just, I would hopefully tap them without convincing them I'm a vampire. Um, <laughs> uh, well, persuasion. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd reach over and as quiet as I can. 
We need to hide. We need to get out of here. We can't fight these things. And then I'm going to crawl backwards on all four, look for the nearest rock I can and get behind it and do the uh, beautiful non-cinematic thing of hiding from the danger. Great. Make a stealth roll. I have a success with a 20 under 50. Do I, like, do I dodge out of the way before I lose my marbles, or am I still in the grip of the thing? I will say, since you still took the damage, I will say it, like, pierced your shoulder and then tore out as well. Okay. So you have a gaping wound here, bleeding, um, but it, it is not holding on to you anymore. Just since there, there was that dodge success, but it just wasn't quite good enough. We'll say that's how it happened. Okay. Um, and in in that case, um, I, I I think I'm I'm somewhat like frozen to the spot, and I just kind of start um, shouting, "It's it's it's going down! It's it, it's going down! You 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 need to push the button to to the left of, of of the rotor, Rory, or 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 we're gonna crash! You need you need to take care of this, Rory, or we're going down! I think I I think we took damage, Rory. What's what's going on?" Perfect. Yeah. Uh, wow, damn. Okay, yeah. Nick, you're up. Uh, I still have another round in my shotgun, and I want to shoot this thing that's got a hold of me by the ribs. Perfect. Go for it. Okay. I'll say, um, mm, no, nah, you took a lot of damage. It's just a straight, it's just a regular roll here. Oh, not good. 62 over 25. So, damn it. All right, so as you pull it up to fire, it just pushes up a little bit further, and you fire the shoulder, and then just, it's it's hurting. You feel blood starting to trickle from uh, your lips. Yep. yep. Mr. Margrave. Um, do I have any sort of uh, madness or um, nothing yeah. seems to be affecting you currently. And I will say, as you looked around, um, you see, you don't see an exit. Um, and if there Fuck. is, it's just, you've got to move closer to the wall to be able to see it. There's not a lot of light spreading. So you do not immediately see an exit. But I will say, as you are glancing around, you do see Annie and Mars duck behind a uh, piece of debris, a piece of boulder. Um, with my earlier check, this is a very specific thing. Since we fell down, I'm looking to see if there's some other sort of similarly loose debris above that I could perhaps hit and have fall. My plan is to try to lure as many monsters as I can to the spot, get as much attention, and try to hit that thing so it falls on. Um, at least, if, if, if anything else, try to get the monsters away from everyone. Um, uh, that is my plan. Is that possible? I will say, from your experience in these caverns, it is very possible to shoot that and make it fall down. The hard part of that plan would definitely be luring them to a specific place. So how would you like to attempt that? Hmm, that is the question. Um... Uh, I guess uh, since the vampire is like biting me, do I have to wrestle it off of me first, or is it like bite off, gonna bite again? Um, kind it of a situation. it bit down, 
Um, I will say it, it has not let go yet. Okay, damn. Okay, well, I, f I guess I f first have to deal with that to do anything with my plan. Uh, so I'm going to, uh, uh, I guess, drop my pistol. Um, and I have the torch in my hand still. I would like to try to burn it off like a tick. Mm. Um, and at the same time, trying to grab my rifle that's slung over my shoulder. Uh, yeah, what do, I, what do I have to do to, do, to um, do any of that? Like, unarmed or something? Or? Yeah, we'll do unarmed. It's kind of like a melee sort of situation. Since it is on me, do I have any sort of like, I don't know, extra die or something? Um, <laughs> it's very close. <laughs> it is very close. I'm gonna say not an extra die, but I'll give you like an extra 20%. Oh, which is duh. what I was gonna give Nick earlier, but he took a lot of damage, so I changed my mind. Oh, dope. Glad they got a, that extra 20%. Um, so I rolled a 66. My unarmed is 50, so I guess it'd be 70 technically now. Or, okay. Or, um, or whatever. I don't know which way we go. The yeah, skill so or the under. Yeah. Either way. Same same result. Uh, so you, looking at all of this, you then just take your torch and just shove it into ah! like, the torso of this creature. It lets go. You just kind of feel like the sucking sensation of like as it's letting go of you, and um, it stumbles backwards from the flames on its chest, and it's screeching, and you just see it kind of stepping back with your blood just dripping from its mouth. Um, um, so I'd like to, if I can still do it, uh, try to put my back as, uh, uh, to the wall, like move as far as I can to the wall, and try to aim towards a spot what I think would fall if I were to shoot it and then if I can still have the time do start to do some sort of distraction unless that's uh, too much to do on my What turn. sort of distraction would you Um uh, yeah, but, 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 but I guess I'll just start yelling at them uh, just be like, over here, you beasts! Ah, ah, how about you, Sarah? I'm nice and meaty over here. Come and get some, you bastards! Um, I'll be saying that. Okay, all right. Uh, we'll my first attempt. That. We will resolve that shortly. Um, that was round one. <laughs> that was the whole round? <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> don't, I don't like it. Uh, round, don't think we're gonna make two. it to round three or four. <laughs> round two. Uh, I am now going to roll to see who is attacked. Nick. Oh, I knew no! you were gonna say that. No! I knew uh, it. <laughs> see you later, guys. It's been fun knowing you. Yeah. <laughs> the people attacked are Nick, Arabella, Mr. Margrave. That's fine. And Dr. Clark, oh, which will be resolved me. based on your stealth roll. Okay. So we'll, we'll definitely come back to that. But, um, Nick. Yes. I'm as you're being held up by, by this creature, it is just like got this snarl on its face as your blood is just running down, dripping off its elbows. Um, and it is just looking up, almost like it's just waiting for you to bleed out. Um, and when you're taking a little bit too long, it is going to kind of lower you down a little bit and attempt to just pull you apart. No! <laughs> oh. How would you like to fight back? Does, 
the vampire have nards? Can I kick him in the nards? <laughs> um, interestingly enough, this one does. And, uh, nice. sure. <laughs> what do I brawl? Brawl? That would be like a, yeah, that, sure, yeah, that one's a brawl. I forget what system we're running right now. Ah, didn't do it. Uh, Fuck! 57 over 30. All of you... I like this. All of you watch as uh, Nick McKay is lowered down just slightly, and you hear just a slight crunch and a movement of flesh as <laughs> Nick McKay is ripped apart. Oh my god. It's a McKay! Split open, flesh slopping down <laughs> to the ground. No! Arabella. So, question. Um, yes. Is seeing Mr. McKay ripped in half, especially because I, I saved him earlier, like pulling him back up, like kind of thinking he was like falling out of like the plane of the balloon. Is seeing him ripped in half enough of a trauma to knock me out of being outside my goddamn head? I will say absolutely 100% it is. And there's this Ooh. moment where you are, you are exactly where you think you are. And then when you turn, you see Nick standing you know, right beside you, and then suddenly is just ripped in half by nothing, and that is what snaps you back into you're you're not where you thought you are. You were in a you were in a cave system somewhere. Okay. Um, I, I I I kind of like stumble for a second and say, Rory, Mister McKay, and I draw my my weapon and I'll I'll fire um, at whatever the, the nearest yeah happens to be. the one that ripped him in half is standing like not too terribly far from you at this point you just turn and go ahead and fire okay that definitely passes um it's not hard or extreme but it passes it's a it's a 34 um under I want to say I have 50. okay yeah um yeah go ahead and roll that damage it's gonna be six okay yeah, so you fire and it slams into him again. And there's this point where he's already got like a few different wounds on him currently. And you see him stumble backwards a little bit. He still has pieces of Nick's rib cage in his claws. And as he stumbles back, you see him turn and, and begin just kind of like slithering back towards uh, the, dark, the dark corner that he had retreated to before. This was... Um, the creature's turn to attack Arabella. I rolled a 99%, which is why Arabella is able to get this shot off. It is also attacking uh, Mr. Margrave. No! Um, but before we resolve that, we are going to actually um, go to Dr. Clark. Yep. So, um, you duck down behind one of these rocks, and you hear... you hear the chaos happening, you hear flesh ripping, you hear bones cracking, you hear creatures screeching, you hear the pattering of their feet, of their wings scraping against the dirt here. Um, and you see Annie and Mars ducking down, basically like on a boulder across from you. So you're able to see each other and you're both still kind of hiding from the scene. They duck down and you see Mars turn her head in your direction and and stiffen with wide eyes. And you feel a, just a drip 
of saliva down on your shoulder. And as you're looking up, you see this creature peeking over, looking down at you. And as it goes to lunge, you hear a gunshot. And uh, the gunshot slams it into the side of this thing. It kind of like, just the impact pushes it enough to where it's kind of fallen and rolled off the rocks. And you see Mars standing there. Um, and as it rolls off, uh, she fires again and it hits the rock. It just hits the rock and ricochets off, but you see the creature scurry backwards. And then you see Mars get slammed into by another one of these creatures, slammed up against one of the walls. And that is where we are resolving that turn temporarily. Oh. Mr. Margrave, make, ah. a, make a persuasion roll. Seems like a weird thing to say. Well, I mean, I actually do have right now, but I do have persuasion, so this is uh, this is good. Uh, unfortunately, I did succeed. Um, <laughs> that is uh, just a normal success. Thirty-four under sixty. Great. Are you fucking what? Yes. Yeah, I, I hope that's good. <laughs> Mr. Margrave, make a shooting, or make a whatever the fuck it's called in this <laughs> Make game. a fuck check. <laughs> uh, <laughs> firearms or something. Yes, I would be glad to make a firearms check with Mr. Gibbs here, my elephant gun. I did not succeed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was just to see if something really cool was going to happen. Unfortunately, oh. it is not. <laughs> can I use luck on it? No, I can't. Yeah, not this one. Um. So what happens is you are shouting and and with all the chaos that is happening around, you do see at least three of these figures turn towards you, towards your yelling, and they kind of scurry around at the kind of at the same time and, and almost like a just like pack sort of tactic going on here. And as they're moving, there's a moment where they cross right into place with the debris above you. There's a moment where you think about one is lunging towards you because this is the turn where you are being attacked. So one is lunging towards you and you move your gun away from that one to fire up at the ceiling to hit that one uh, loose part. Fire at that as you do the loud gunshot echoes throughout this chamber. Go ahead and roll dodge. Just real real quick. In, in a way, I, I, I'm wondering can I do fight back and try to fire at that thing again? That spot? I, 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 if it still makes sense in the, the scene. The, fire, the firing at that is going to work, just not for the one that is lunging towards ah, you. Okay, so cool. this roll is going to be for the one lunging towards you. Well, Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh! <laughs> this is a good dodge. Um, uh, hard success. Uh, 11 under 50. 11 under 50. Almost six. Make a, just, I know I'm making you roll like a thousand times. Make a luck roll real quick. <laughs> oh yeah! Okay, cool, so that's a 20 under 36. I'm succeeding, great, great, I'm great, succeeding. Great. So, so what happens here is you see the one lunging at you and you're like, I gotta take these other three out. So you raise up the gun, fire at the ceiling, the echo blasts out and you hear the rocks beginning to shift in that exact area and as this one lunges towards you you put your gun like blocking it 
it slams into your gun and then you kick it. You like Sparta kick it with your other foot. It stumbles backwards just in time to be caught in this debris as the debris is falling down, slamming down into four of these creatures now. Yes. Um, I, I say, not today, kitty, and I push it away. <laughs> Iris. Yeah. <laughs> what would you like to do? Keep in mind, this turn is also going to... Uh, you'll have to roll to see... If you're uh, yeah, I need to, staying conscious. Yeah, I'm gonna do my con check right now. Okay. Okay. Because I don't have a collarbone. Which <laughs> collarbone got pulled out? Right or left? Uh, left. Left. All right. All right. I'm right. You right are all right because that's all you have left. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I succeeded. I'm still awake. In that there case, I will um. Uh, I will try to find my sword. Okay, I'll say, uh, there's so much adrenaline searching through your body right now that, like, yeah. you know that should hurt a lot, but there's just kind yeah. of this survival instinct, and you sit up, <laughs> and you start looking around, you look like something from, like, a Halloween store, basically, <laughs> right now. You're looking around, um, you do see your sword, uh... You're Go in a pool of your own blood. You can kind of move over and, and grab onto it if you'd like. I, uh, yeah, I, I kind of, uh, <laughs> I, I, I pull myself over to it, uh, rub my bloody hands off on my clothes so my hand, so it won't slip off of my hand, out of my hand. I pick my sword up <laughs> and I, I look for, Whoever, who's closest to me out of my friends? <laughs> um, I think Arabella is actually probably the closest one to you right now. I, uh... How can I help you? <laughs> Give me a collarbone! <laughs> Amazon, right now, Alexa! <laughs> collarbone! It's my, it's my, my, my servant, uh, m m Mr. Hob, Mr. Hobson has come to save us! He came down from us. the service! <laughs> Got a rocket launcher! Thank you, Mr. Hobson! I'll, uh... If I if I can, uh, if there's nothing blocking my way, I with my sword will move to Arabella. Take I, I just put the like the sword and like I hold it to like give it to them sort of deal. Um, I guess they don't have the sheath, but I I, I just kind of like push it onto them so they in, to take it. But I'm like, this is my, make sure the Bellrose name leaves this place continues take it back to my family or sell it for a lot of money either or it, it's you know use it for your books <laughs> people are getting ripped apart we hear sell it for a lot of money <laughs> what the hell <laughs> mr mckay is dead <laughs> send some money to mckay's family <laughs> Um, Just pay off my student debt, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, uh, we, are, we are up to Dr. Clark and Arabella. What'd you like to do? Uh, mine's simple. Uh, I want to sneak over to where Annie is, uh, trapped behind that uh, boulder, and I want to sit next to her and hide this turn. Uh, knowing full well that Mars is over there, but I want to make sure that Annie's okay while Mars is doing the badass shit she does. Okay. All right. 
Do you need um, another stealth roll? Yeah, go ahead and make a stealth roll. All right, a 25 under 50. Okay. Um, yeah, you find you don't have to necessarily be as quiet because there's so much noise happening in here. So you focus more on the speed and you get over there before, you're pretty sure before you're noticed by anything or anyone. Um, Arabella. I just wanted to check, is, is Iris dead or is Iris just fatalistic? Iris uh, looks like she should be dead. There's okay. like so much blood pouring out from my collarbone, <laughs> like from the air, just like, <laughs> like it there's... doesn't, it's not stopping. Yeah. Okay. Not stopping because there's no bone there to stop it. <laughs> yup. Um, I, I have, I have an absolute clown nonsense idea. Um, which is that in, <sighs> Iris is also really short. Um, I, 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 I turn to Iris and I ask her, Iris, can you, can you boost me? If I, if I use your sword, I might, I might be able to, to, to climb, um, and I, and I might be able to, to get out of here and, and, and to get us help. Iris, can, can you boost me? Just look, looking at you wide-eyed. Anything for you, my friend. <laughs> like, pale face, just like, all the blood leaving her chest. <laughs> I will say, as a part of Arabella's turn, Iris, make a strength roll. <laughs> you got it. 40 strength, let's go. Do it. I got 21. Oh my god. Should I should I do a penalty die? Since I'm nah. like, okay, cool. Nah. The Great. power of friendship. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, um, Iris will kind of like get down. Probably is it like the one knee sort of situation boost sort of thing here? Or yeah, uh, whichever is I would say I would I'd probably have to. Yeah, I think so. That. I don't think I'd so be able you, to do it. Yeah. You're putting every ounce of your strength into this. I'm gonna say you push up as hard as you can to give Arabella this boost. I am going to say, however, that you fall unconscious after doing so. Oh yeah. Just oh yeah. I'm pretty sure over. that like as like like the the force of like, you know, trying to to boost. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure that Arabella, your like, would you have pants on or like, yeah. whatever you have on is now drenched in my blood because as it just so. <laughs> yeah, the force that it would just yeah. mm -hmm. put me in one of your books. <laughs> Arabella, be solved. Mm -hmm. gonna have you make a climb roll. Man, I knew we were coming down into caves, and I still didn't take climb. Like, <laughs> me neither. Yeah! Oh! All right! Yes! Hell um, yeah, oh my god. At this point, Vivi, would you like to describe your entrance? Um, sure. <laughs> so, Vivi, I assume we're coming out of part of the cave yes. area. Yes. Oh, vampire. <laughs> Um, she is wearing a blue pinstripe shirt that has definitely seen better days and a white 
apron um, scene. Better days, it's got some blood smeared on it <laughs> along with some dirt. Um, she, but these clothes don't look modern. They definitely look um, several decades older, like a different style. Um, her hair and makeup is just a mess. And uh, she like has just kind of a blank look on her face. Like it looks a little confused, but also just not, you know, like what she's seen is not what's in front of her exactly. And would you like to do anything this round? So, uh, she sees this chaos and she has um, this mirror that she's been carrying. Um, I think it's a fairly good size one. And, you know, and as who's the closest to her? Um, I think uh, the closest conscious body to you <laughs> is Mr. Margrave. Does she see Iris's body? Is that closer to her, or? I will say, I will say you can see Iris's body and you can see what is left of Nick's body. Um, two bodies slam down. You see also a second cave-in seems to have happened and you see, um, you see different wings kind of like moving underneath, like like trying to still get up and push out of this cave-in. All right. Um, so she's going to go to Margrave and be holding up the mirror like torture that he's facing off against. Okay. Yeah, so you rush over, kind of shoulder up beside Margrave and just- <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> Who, who in God's name are you? What, what's happening? It's fine. Just wait. What? what? <laughs> um, all right. You seem confident. <laughs> wait, so you're holding up a mirror? Like, how big is this mirror? The mirror is probably, like, almost, like, torso... torso-sized? Oh, okay, okay. Like... Oh, and, and you're, like, holding it up to me? Or, like, pointing it no. at... Towards the creature. Ah... <sighs> Awesome. We didn't even have a mirror to try that. <laughs> I know. We, we should have found camera, a shiny though. rock. Yeah, I wonder shiny if the camera rock. does the same thing. It's probably got some mirrors in it when it makes its its picture of some yeah. sort. Mr. Margrave, uh, it is your turn. Um, uh, I uh, uh, I guess I, I look at this new person and it didn't look like... Uh, do I know where uh, she came from? Is there like a tunnel, a secret tunnel that I haven't seen before? Or something. She came from darkness. You're not. Oh, you, you don't see like a tunnel or anything. It's too far. Um, and uh, uh, remind me, um, uh, Vivi, what did you say exactly? Like, just uh, did you say like calm down? What did you say again? Sorry. Uh, I said just wait. 
Just wait. Okay. Interesting. Um, uh, I guess I'll just be like, wait for what? <laughs> just. This will work. Just trust me. We have we have people in here that are in danger. What do you mean? Uh, fine. Um, and I'd like to, uh, any other monsters that haven't had things fallen on them, I'd like to try to do the same thing uh, in, a, in a way where uh, it won't fall on people around it. Like, if there's monsters by itself moving towards someone else, I'd like to uh, shoot at that. Um, shoot at the monster? Uh, at, uh, another cave-in, basically. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, in that case, I'm gonna have you make an intelligence roll. Oh, okay. That not not my best skill. Uh, oh, I actually succeeded. Uh, Forty under forty-five. Okay, noted. Um, Bad idea. <laughs> uh, Emily, would you like to describe your entrance? I, where am I? Am I also just coming from darkness? You are coming from the same darkness that BB came from. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> I would. So Emily is a sort of average height woman um, in her middle ages. Um, she's got a branch of some kind that she's leaning on a bit and there's blood on her on her shoulder. Um, she is similarly dressed, uh, but instead of a uh, pinstripe shirt, in a khaki colored button up uh, that looks quite conservative, but has certainly seen better days. Um, uh, she uh, comes into the room uh, and stands behind uh, Vivi, also behind the mirror, uh, and just keeps an eye out um, behind her so that she can flag if anything comes from behind. <laughs> uh, Dr. Clark, you have a very good view of as you, you run over and you kind of, like, crouch down beside Annie at this boulder, you're looking back, you see this creature shove Mars into, like, darkness. It's just too far for your vision to see. Shoves Mars into darkness, you hear the gun, like, over and over and over. And then you hear whatever is happening in front of you, new voices. You're you're not entirely sure there are new voices. You hear just wait, and you hear Mr. Margrave's voice like echoing out, rambling. Yeah, um, and then you hear that almost that same shriek that you had heard when the the bigger creature was waking everyone up. You hear the same sort of shriek, and at this moment, you all hear the pattering of their feet and their claws hitting various pieces of earth and stone as you watch the creature run out of the darkness, basically like an all-fours kind of run, out of the darkness back towards the main area where Mr. Margrave, you get a good view of all of the creatures coming together. You want to fire a shot, but you know that is not stable. And you kind of lower it lower it down a little bit. They're all gathering together and then they run off towards the darkness where Bibi and Emily had come from. You are now alone in this tunnel. It is quieting. You can hear the echoed scurrying of the creatures. 
moving down into a tunnel and the floor is yours. What? What the hell was that? How, how did that work? What? Everyone sound off! What? Gosh, Mr. McKay! Um... Is it yeah. over? Did we, we make it? See if Iris is still breathing. Uh, sure, yeah. Um, you rush over to Iris. Um, at this point, too, Dr. Clark, Annie just gets up and sprints towards the direction that that she saw Nicole. Um, I'm gonna run after her if there's possibility. Sure. Um, so I first rolled a 49. That's a success, and then I re-roll this one. That one is worse. So I'll take my 49, okay. which um, is just a regular success. Okay. There is still life, but there is an entire chunk of like the collarbone and pieces of the rib cage just missing. There is just a cavity here where blood is pooling. You see muscle, you see just ripped tendons. I would say with that, you could stop the bleeding because it's more, it more comes down to a decision on what the next course of action is. Yeah, Dr. Clark, you rush over and Mars has the light, but whenever Mars was shoved backwards, the light was dropped. So when Mars was shoved back, Annie ran forward without even thinking about grabbing the light. So as you're rushing forward, you just lean down, scoop up the light and flip it in that direction. And as you do, as you're putting the light up, you see, um, you see Annie's legs. And as you're panning up, you see Nicole and they're just hugging each other. Mm -hmm. Nicole looks, I mean, Nicole is alive, but you see a massive amount of blood down one whole side of her face. We're alive over here. We're okay. We have both the Mars. We need to regroup. We need to get back together. McKay's dead. As Vivi is checking over um, Iris, uh, she'll ask, um, how many of you are there? H how long have you been down here? Uh, well, uh, I, first I guess to look up and be like, where's Earhart? Um, so at this point, Arabella, you climbed up, um, kind of climbed up some of these rocks. You're not able to climb up into the hallway that you were in before because that entire hallway crumbled down. But the way that the debris is built up, you can kind of climb up basically to like the edge of it to where you could probably reach that door handle um, to get through that door to the other side. Um, but you do, you do hear everything that happened down below. You know, mm. the creatures have rushed away, and you know that Iris is possibly being tended to. And I will say the rest of you, um, the Marses and Dr. Clark, you're all able to kind of group up in the same center chamber. Uh, you do hear slight noises coming from the tunnel where the creatures retreated. You don't get a feeling that they're coming back, but you you hear Nick McKay's voice hey guys, coming from okay. down the tunnel. Oh, I turn towards these new people and be like, well, there was, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, there were nine six. of six. Uh, originally, there was nine of us, and I guess now we're down to five. Mars, um, Nicole Mars kind of stumbles over. You see you see a set of twins coming over. Um, 
one of them is now just bloodied all across the side and she comes over and she's looking at BB and she's looking at Emily. You're not part of my team. Who are you? That's a long story. Um, my name is Emily O'Hara. Uh, this is Vivi Dorman. Um, we were shipwrecked, if you will. Um, she looks down at her clothes and then at the rest of you that are dressed very weird. Um, uh, <laughs> a while ago, I suspect. Um, yes. <laughs> at the island? At this island? Yes. Yes, our, our ship was lost, if you will. Um, <laughs> I, I suppose it wouldn't sound too out of left field if um, if I told you, given what you've seen just now. Um, uh, someone called uh, Dr. Glass uh, asked for our assistance um, in helping find a cure for his wife. She was very ill and, um, well, <laughs> it was as if we lost time, I suppose. Our ship disappeared out of our journey and uh, something dragged us down into the darkness. The rest of our crew was lost, but um, the two of us managed to swim over here to the island and we've been wandering ever since. When did you crash here some sort of fun party boat dressed very strangely when did you uh 1922 you 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 must be confused you've been shipwrecked for 40 years yes yes i am did you crash when you were babies (laughs) (laughs) no i'm um wait what year is this for you? How long I, have we been here? For? You said 40 years. 1960, right? 65. 65. 1965. <laughs> no, no, that's absurd. We left in 1922. I mean, I was in New York not six months ago. I saw the uh, Carrie, do I still have my wallet on me or something like that in my pockets? Yeah. I'm going to take out my wallet. I'm going to take out my, my Oregon identification. I'm going to pass it over to her. Look, I've been having a tough time believing any of this, but look at that. Look at my birthday. She she goes to t- grab it from you, and then she kind of um, removes her hand without actually making content. Oh, <laughs> you know, there um, there was a room on the ship that I- I'm not even sure where to begin. <laughs> I, w- I-, I want to say I believe you, um, <laughs> but I also don't want to believe you. <laughs> well, there's a lot of things that are hard to believe in this place, I'll say that. <sighs> you know what, perhaps let's, let's leave the strange timing behind us. First of all, what what is that mirror thing that you drove the monsters away? They've been assailing us the entire time we've been in these tunnels. What, 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 how? They don't like mirrors. That's it? Oh, God. This whole time? 
fucking mirrors this whole time? <laughs> You're telling me. We broke one on our ship. Almost the death of us. Well, certainly the death of at least one of us. Did, did these things come onto your ship? That's how you, that's how you were stranded? Dr. Glass's wife was afflicted with whatever creates these creatures, we think. We're not sure. Vivi is more the health person of the two of us. Wait, so, so it's a disease or something? I look towards Vivi. It's contagious. We... I didn't get a chance to study it too much. I, I was working on Mrs. Glass, but it was unlike anything I'd ever seen before. She was pale, she was weak. Um, and she needed blood transfusions, a, a lot of blood transfusions. And we thought we had enough for the journey, but her knee became more and more. <laughs> and uh, when I met Emily here, she actually took to drinking the blood straight from the IV. My help was no longer needed in mm -hmm. the capacity as her personal nurse. I can see. Oh, so this this uh, this doctor and Mrs. Glass are the per people that brought you here. Is that correct? We were uh, heading for Africa, I believe. Uh, we're on Mangala, an island. <laughs> You're kidding. No, it's an island that was removed from the maps, but recently chartered back to off of a criminal case. But yes, Mangala. That was the name of our ship. Yeah. Where are this Dr. Glass and Mrs. Glass now? What happened with you all? We. We were just uh, traveling through these tunnels and fell into this place. He gesture around, um, but we honestly have no idea what's going on besides some sort of weird rituals that had been taken place or something that this place was being used from long ago. Uh, the archaeologist, Dr. Clark and Miss McKay were more of that sort of experience, but that's Maybe. all that we know. Kind of looks over at Emily. Archaeology, you say? Yes, I, I've studied my whole life since college. <laughs> Has he ever heard of me? <laughs> oh, oh, that's interesting. Archaeology, you say? Have you read any of my books? Well, Carrie, my history is in uh, those who were uh, anything to do with the occult archaeology. Uh, I, I would say in this moment, it hits you. And unfortunately, you're going to have to make a sanity roll for no. that. No. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah. I broke our new friend. Your Einstein? <laughs> yeah, ah. I, I fail. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, you'll you'll just lose one you'll lose one sanity for that. That's not the weirdest thing you've seen today. <laughs> you, you're my idol. <laughs> your, your books, your your doctor Emily O'Hara. Your are you? Yes, I read you in my junior year. I I feel weird saying this, but I um 
I'm glad I wasn't forgotten. <laughs> forgotten? You you basically framed a portion of my career. I based. Oh my god! What are you she doing? Wipes a tear. <laughs> the ship wrecked, as I said, and um, we swam until we found land. They they wrote you off. They wrote you off as dying of natural causes. Bastards. Nope. Still here. Still here. Still... Same age I was, apparently, when I disappeared, which was, well, not how I'd hoped to be spending my 70s. Anyway. Can, can Arabella hear this from where I am? I yes. So. <laughs> yeah, you're basically, like, right above them. Um... Okay, so it's it's no trouble for me to to come down. Um, am I high enough up that I could jump, or do I need to climb back down? Um, climbing down's a little easier. You can just kind of scoot down some of the boulders. I'll say, yep, that won't require a check or anything. Okay. Um, before I do that, I, I would like to like kind of not not call out, but like say loud enough that my my friends can hear me. I think I I, I think I'm hearing voices again. Um, can you, can, can you all sound off? I just, I, I need to hear that, that you're okay, Dr. Clark. Hold the torch I, I, up. Hopefully you can see us. Uh, we're, we're down here, Arabella. Can you hear us? Yes, I just, is, is everyone there... okay, Iris? Dr. McKay? Iris? Um, Iris is doing fine, and Mr. McKay... Fortunately, didn't make it. Um, uh, 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 Miss O'Hare, Miss Dorman, is there any way out of here? We sh should probably walk and talk. I don't know if, I don't know how much you know about those monsters, but is there any way out of here? We need to get out. If there was a way out of here, don't you think we would have gotten out of here? <laughs> well, they're, they're trapped down here the same as us. Do you have a map? Do you know at least ways that we're not supposed to go? <laughs> Anything like that? Before we walk and talk, as you say, we need to discuss your friend here. I assume she is a friend of yours. Uh, yeah. Yes, she's she's my, <laughs> my best friend. She is alive. But it doesn't look good. I can do what I can, but moving her is going to be rough. I'm, I'm stronger than I look. I can I can carry her. I can... Hey! I come over here! Her. I'm okay! Mr. McKay? Uh, it's, it's, it's not here, <laughs> Arabella. He's not here. It's, it's his voice. It's just like before. It's just like before. And it's going to continue to be like before. We can't move her. You you think we could climb this wall the same you did with, with a body weighing us down? I, I I it was it was easy. I can do it again. I can I can get out. I'm I'm stronger than I look. I'm stronger than I look. I'll go back to the boulders in the first cave collapse. I can move the boulders. I can get out. You said all we need is mirrors. I can bring back enough mirrors for everybody. don't think we're going back, Arabella. 
not that way. And if I'm being honest, really truly honest, I don't think Iris is coming with us. She would want you to to get out. It's just a short climb. Miss, Miss Domin, are you a doctor? Not a doctor, but a nurse. There's uh, something that we can do, at least for the time being. I'd, uh, Listen, this is this is a tough conversation. I, I understand why we have to circle, but these two women have been trapped down here with them for God knows how long. And this is where we've seen them. But up there in those rooms, for the most part, we were safe. And if this is what we were talking about earlier, Mr. Margrave, Miss Earhart, this isn't a sickness so much as a, a pact, a promise they've made. And if we have any shot at ending it, we need to find a way of, uh, of counterspelling it, of, of recreating what they did in reverse, uh, of shunning away whatever disease this is so we can have any chance of exit of this place. I don't see how we don't go through that door, and I don't see how we do it with Miss Belrose. I'm sorry. I think... Miss D- Miss Dorman, is there a way that we can wake up Miss Belrose? I think we should leave it up to her. I can probably get her awake. I can't speak to her coherency or what she will see. She might be delirious from the pain or from the shock to her system. She might be shell shock. I've. Uh seen it before. Well, I know if it were me, I'd at least like to go out with a gun in my hand. We're robbing her of a peaceful goodbye to wake her up, to tell would her you, we're leaving her? Would you rather her leave, leave her to be fed upon? She's sleeping on the floor, Dr. Clark? I know that it is not sympathetic of me to say, but yes, if that meant that we all get to live on in her name. If it means we get out of here and stop whatever the hell is happening in this cursed place, then yes. We drug a body not two rooms ago through a mile of this cave system. Mr. McKay is cut in fucking half. Yes. Yes, I would. And you see Mars has her gun aimed at Iris. Wait, like she already shot? Executed through the head. What the f- fuck, Mars? Let's go. God. I thought I was. <laughs> Mr. Margrave, wow. have you any experience with war? Just a. Just a personal one, I guess. Not necessarily. Unfortunately, in war, you have to make hard decisions, and not everyone gets the ending that they want. And it's not a, and it's very rarely a peaceful one. Yes, I had my experience of hard decisions, and I just didn't think if 
folk like you all be so cold. So be it. And with that, you, as a group, struggle, climb up these rocks. You get up to that door. You see Mars visibly just has a clenched jaw right now. Like, that is not something at all something Mars wanted to do, and it is clearly obvious on Mars's face. And as she climbs up, you get up to the top here, you open up the door, and the way the rocks are piled here, you have to kind of climb through in order for the next person to come up. So one by one by one, you all file into this room. It's dark. And as your light sources are coming in, the entire room has a red glow as every inch of the floor, every inch of the walls, every inch of the ceiling are covered in blood. As you step down, there's like an inch of blood that you're sloshing into. It smells. You walk in and Annie immediately, you hear her kind of gag and she just kind of covers her nose. Um, I, I know this is retroactive, but I would at least like to close McKay and Belrose's eyes and I don't know, like put something over them before we leave. Yeah, uh, I'm easy, a hunter, easy enough. They with... should have dignity at least. Yeah, it's, it's like a, you gotta climb like a two by two sort of thing. So if you were like the last one out, you would easy enough be able to set something up. Do you take anything off of them? Like for like a token, like, I mean, Arabella so. has Iris's sword. Probably get McKay's shotgun, I guess. Uh, I, I don't know if they have like any sort of, uh, wallet or anything on any of them just to like, I don't know, some sort of keepsake like uh, evidence that they were here and died or something like uh, something something quick uh, or or if McKay or Belrose, if you have something of significance that would like stand out while I'm looking at your guys' bodies, is there anything that uh, The only thing uh, would have been, would have well I mean she has a money cl- a money clip with uh oh let's see how much money she actually has on her person. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I do not care about the money. Eighteen hundred dollars. Wow. <laughs> I'm a millionaire, so I pick out I throw the money. Eighteen hundred dollars just soaked in blood. Yeah. There's uh there's a cam the camera actually. The camera. Oh, okay. I'll take the camera, I guess. Okay. Give it, and, give it to and someone. All of, yeah, and all like all the photos that are blank or are, have nothing in them. Okay. <laughs> oh, sad. Does Nick have anything like yeah. a wallet? No, he, probably, maybe? he probably has a wallet on him in in his jacket pocket or something. But uh, the the only thing he had on him, other than the supplies that came with him, was his shotgun and his nine millimeter. Okay. Is there a photo in the wallet of you and a family member or something? No, like that? I was a graduate student. Not even okay. a, not even a graduate sweetheart. I was just cool. I feel like I, I opened the. I was just a the, nerd on a trip. I feel like I opened the wallet a bit hesitantly, and I'm like, oh, "Thank God." <laughs> um, I, oh, good, he died alone. <laughs> oh, good, I'm glad he died. 
can can Arabella? I, I won't go to the bodies. I don't want to. I don't want to take up too much time. But I think Arabella kind of like whispers something into the darkness at, at her friends. And if it's okay with you, can I just send that privately to the two players? Yes. Go for it. Um. While she's whispering to Nick, she does hear his voice down the hallway again. Uh, hey, hey, I'm I'm right over here. Um. Uh. While while we're maybe climbing up, is it okay if I ask uh, O'Hara and Dorman? Uh, like, uh, do they know why they hate mirrors? Like, any other information that they've learned about these creatures while being here? Um. Like, well, if the uh, if we can, I mean, maybe Dr. Clark would probably do this, like just sharing information, seeing if there's anything that we've missed that like overlaps or something. Um, go for it. You got it. <laughs> uh, on the ship uh, and prior, um, Dr. Glass had some, it sounds familiar from what you were describing, some occult things that he'd summon some kind of power um unfortunately we did not get a chance to take a close look at the papers but um it seemed like he brought it upon himself as cross as that seems to say it, it seems that we we've tracked around the same information dr o'hara um i'm sure that you're at least partly familiar but this was a ritual put together to bathe themselves in blood for an old god, an ancient one, they reference in some of, uh, well, I would say Mr. McKay, but he does deserve that doctorate. Dr. McKay uh, uh, translated for us earlier in a, a former room. We believe that they made a pact with this ancient one in feeding whatever this beast was, they gained power in return. Uh, a sort of self-sacrifice was described in the the hieroglyphs. That sounds accurate, based on what we saw as well. It's... Uh, I don't want to say it's good to have it confirmed, because that's awful, but... At least to have some awareness, some idea of where we're going. And... Uh, Indeed. Similar to your work, and uh, in the Antolian uh, uh, investigations and your work with Hattusa's Lower City Temple, um, this in itself is a lost temple. Um, uh, this is to some ancient civilization of which I could not decode. It's, it's not anything I've seen of the African nations uh, or anything leading back to the first civilizations, but they constructed this temple into the face of the rock um, for immediate purpose. It must have been in allegiance to this dark god. And this is where they perform the rituals. I, I think that this room I think it has to be where it happened. <sighs> Dr. O'Hara, Ms. Dorman, we believe we were sent here. Uh, we believe that active cells of whatever cult is running this temple, or at least inspired by it, sent direct coordinates to Miss Mars's organization, and I point out the twins, um, for an investigation. An investigation that turned into a full team going missing and now hours being subjected to the same fate. I, I look at the twins. Um, what is it that you do exactly? <laughs> uh, 
you see the one that's injured kind of laughs, like almost just like Margaret just now, like she just laughs and puts her head in her hands. <laughs> almost like a, it doesn't even fucking matter now, sort of like demeanor, like she's just laying there. You see her like holding some sort of cloth to her neck to stop any bleeding that may be happening. And Mars Corp, it, uh, we ensure safe travels. Yeah, I see. I see the irony, I do, yeah. Mm -hmm. What an interesting group to point in the direction of a thing that is so blatantly dangerous, though. What a choice. And at this at this point, Annie gets tired of the darkness and sees one of those like metal um, wall sconce sort of things, lights it and like immediately wishes that she didn't because the glow, like the mirror, the reflective surfaces are covered in the red blood and it just gives the whole room just this nasty deep red glow to it as they're trying to reflect from one to the other. And you can just see how much just gore and blood is covering every inch of this room. Um, uh, very quickly, uh, while they're having that conversation, uh, I would like to sort of turn to Miss Earhart, uh, who, uh, w w what's your demeanor right now, uh, Arabella? Probably not that great. <laughs> um, it's, it's the keeper's discretion to call for rolls, but, um, should I should I tell Monty how I'm feeling, or um... or I guess what does this what does it appear to look like? Uh... Really fucking angry. Okay, cool. Um, I'll uh, sort of walk up next to you, kind of like look down, like a bit fatherly concern, if that makes sense. Um... I know you're mad right now, and it's... He just sort of shakes his head, that's stupid. Um, Ms. Elhart, um... I know you're, you're an author, you read books. Um, is there any sort of, uh... To know these monsters, maybe, maybe there's something that, uh, That we've seen before that can help us. I remember in my boyhood, perhaps reading uh, that vampire book, I can't remember the name, um, some sort of truth with these mirrors that they have, perhaps there's other hidden gems, are you familiar with that sort of fiction or something? Maybe there's something that can help us there. I'm trying to maybe focus our mind, maybe try to focus that anger on something and see if maybe we can uh, find some sort of thing that might be helpful in, in vampire lore, quote-unquote. Would Is there anything else that I would have remembered from what my dead friend, one of many dead friends now, um, <laughs> thanks to Mars, um, has told me that I might, I, I, I might recall? Um... As for, like, stereotypical vampire lore sort of stuff, you can know whatever you want because it is 
Mm. I mean, free knowledge, basically, but is it true? You don't know. Mm. Um, I would say other than that, it's, it's really hard to make comparisons when you just saw them for 30 seconds and they killed two of your friends, basically, like mm. ripped one in half in two seconds. So. Uh, M- Monty, I don't, there's not, I don't think I really know much more than than you do, to be honest. Um, but what, what I what I do know is that there are multiple pairs of very very good collarbones in this room, and mm-hmm. I know if it is between you and me, and and well, Doctor Clark wanted Iris dead, so it might just be you and me. I, I, I know who I might be aiming at with my gun next. Let me ask you, Arabella, are you keeping your voice down or do you mind being heard? Um, I think I have the wherewithal to keep my voice down. Okay. Look, I, I don't know if it will come to that, but uh, let's... Vampires from books, uh, steaks, <laughs> uh, holy water, um, mirrors. Maybe there's uh, any other things I'm forgetting. Maybe we can try to focus. Let's, let's, let's try to focus on staying alive. All right? And while while these ramblings are happening in the corner, uh, the room is lit up enough now where all of you standing in this doorway, you see an archway on the other side of it. Um, you can't quite see where it's going to lead to, but... It almost looks like it's a lit room. So just to be clear, we haven't crossed the threshold into this bloodbath room, right? You 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 have crossed into the doorway just because the other side of the doorway is hmm. what fell. It is what collapsed and pushed all of these people through. So you are standing in the room, yes. Uh, but I would say just inside, basically. We haven't invited them in. Um, I, I I will say say to Monty, um, like whisper it. I, I I can't promise I'm not going to do something stupid, but I'll tell you when to duck if I do. I don't know if I have time to react. <laughs> Just quite yet. <laughs> I'm gonna do one of them good old fashioned Call of Cthulhu rock checks. I'm gonna pick up a rock and toss it at the ground in the room. Just testing out the floor because the last one fucked us over. Hell yeah. All right. Um, I hate you for this, just so you know. You uh, grab a rock and you toss it and it oh. disappears in a pool of blood. Well, they're not in short supply of blood. And at that discovery, too, Mars kind of steps forward a little bit. It's like testing with with her feet, just kind of like barely putting down her toes. And there is a few feet before it drops off into some sort of massive pool of blood. Okay. And she just looks back and says, good fucking call. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Mr. Margraves... I know that the, real, uh, the temperature in this room is not suiting all of our temperaments, but uh, do you mind if I borrow your cane for a moment? Um, for what? 
I'm going to see how deep the pool is. Uh, I'll do it. Uh, the, the, you can see that he's holding onto it rather tight. It seems very sentimental to him. Uh, so he'll just sort of like uh, hobble up and I guess uh, just kind of like look at you kind of for instruction, kind of like what, like, were you going to drop it or are you just like kind of like just poke push down? in? Uh, I don't see any reason for you to lose your cane. Let's see if we can hit the bottom with your arm's length. And I'll hold on to his back and I'll put my hand out to somebody else in the doorway because God knows we've lost enough people today. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll just uh, as quickly as I can, bloop, and then back up. <laughs> A little oil check. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you start dipping this cane. The cane goes, it goes all the way down to your knuckles and you still haven't touched the bottom. Take it out. Uh, don't did not find the bottom there. And you hear. Droom, droom, droom. I back back away. <laughs> so does uh, Mars. At the same time, like yeah. you're like okay. Uh, uh, I sort of <laughs> switch my gun around to the front side. Um, is there like side paths? Is this or is it just like um, you? You have not tried yet. I will say though, it's kind of yeah. a funny sight because you watch as that noise comes up. Margrave and Mars both take a step back and the guns immediately come up yeah. and aim towards the pool. Uh, <laughs> you you um, said the walls are mirrored reflective? No, the the walls are covered in blood. The um the like wall sconces, they uh -huh. have a, that little like reflective surface to kind of bounce oh, off of each other. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but they are all covered in blood as well. Yeah. Ooh. Actually, sorry, sorry. Um, I want to go through the wall, just kind of like wipe off the blood real quick and see if there's something behind the... the um, as you're wiping, it is like wet carpet. No. What? What? Rape, and you're like, uh, you immediately take your hand away, and, and it's just like, as you wipe this off, you can see, like, it almost looks like, like, veins and, and muscle all stretched across. I'm going to have to have you make a sanity roll for that one. Uh, oh, I succeeded. Okay. Um, I have very low sanity too. So this is yeah, so you don't lose any sanity. You do kind of gag a little bit at, and, and there's like this desire to get this off of your hand, but you're, yeah. So yeah. nothing um, is behind it or is it like flesh? It kind of feels a little fleshy. What? <laughs> You sit at my table, touch my flesh wall. Thanks, Carrie. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Carrie. Um, but as for what you asked earlier, if you do kind of start feeling around, there is like a walkway. It seems like this blood pool is in just the center of the floor. You can, being careful enough because of that damn rock, walk around and not fall into the pool of blood. There's no, is there tunnels in here? There is. There are no tunnels. You don't see okay. any tunnels, um, but you see just that archway on the other side. Okay. Uh, well, it seems there's probably a path around. The only thing to do is keep moving, I suppose. You yeah. can yeah, easily scurry around. It's like a kind of a one by one, just to make sure you're not going to fall in or anything, stepping in each other's squished footprints, basically. And as you make it around to the other side, you head in, you walk through this, uh, 
I got muted. And you see a, um, you walk through just that archway on the other side, and um, as you head in, this room is pristine. It's clean. The bed is made, looks like a bedroom. Um, candles are lit for light in here. You see a window, a wardrobe, and a bedside table. The bed itself is one of those like four post beds. There are silk sheets. There is a small writing desk just inside the door to your right. Writing desk, four post bed, wardrobe, bedside table, uh, window. The curtains are currently drawn, but it, it almost looks like daylight outside. Does this room look like the rest of the temple? Nope. If I were to use like an intelligence role or something, could I deign to understand what time period this is from or what um, style this is from? Sure. Uh, make, yeah, make an intelligence roll. Okay. Uh, that's an extreme success. That's a <gasps> one under 80. Okay. Woo! Um, yeah. You, looking at, um, like, the the carvings in, like, the bedside table, the, the design of the table itself, um, the desk being kind of the same way, this extravagant, like, four-post bed, looking at this, um, though you're not super well-versed in, like, interior design or anything like that, you can still it's still very clear to you that these were very fresh and new designs in, like, the 1920s. This is, this is completely out of place. This, does this look familiar, Dr. O'Hara, Miss Dorman? I mean, it looks like home, not literally mine, but... So, just to clarify my question, just in case, I looked around the room that I was in when I jumped out that window. There was the bed and the side table and whatever. So it does not look like the same room. There's something like eerily similar about it, but it's just like, it's kind yeah, of- It like, was dark and- It's kind of like too, when you wake up from a dream mm -hmm. and you slowly okay. start to forget that dream. There's kind of like this familiarity to it, but- How, how is there a window down there? How is there daylight down here? I have a suspicion, and I don't know quite how it would make sense, but none of this makes sense, really. Um, when we were on that ship, one of the things I saw in the mirrors was the glass household where all of this started. Um, there, was a, there was a man with a gun, there was a basement, and there was a, a bedroom. I don't know if it was this one, it's hard to say, but... I suspect if if we go out that door, if we go down in the basement, if this connects to the house that this original room is from, perhaps we'll find where this all started. You're telling me we're stepping into 1922? Or earlier. This started before we got on that ship. It's either that or because we did find that room on the ship that was not from 1922, that had strange music and everything. 
I don't remember. They had menus and posters that had the years, I think. It was from the 1960s. It was it was under the sea. Um, from from the Mars Corp? Was that you? I point to the Mars sisters. <laughs> At this point, Annie, or uh, not Annie, Nicole turns towards you and says, Mar- Mars Corp wasn't founded that early. And then, it no, was a record. No, not in the, it, it was uh, on the ship in, in our time, in 1922, we went into a room and there was a record playing music that we had never heard before. And when we looked at the record, it said 19... 19- I don't remember the exact time, but it was 60-something. It, it, it was Under the Sea. That was the name of the record. And then there were pictures of the ship going all the way around, over and over and over. There were whiskey bottles and wine with dates not just contemporary to us, but before and after. Uh, so... I was just going to say, so this may connect to the house or it may not. It may just be a room out of time, much like that room was out of time. Only one way to find out. Are there any mirrors in here? Oh, yes. Um, You do not see a mirror. You can check uh like the bedside table and see if there's any sort of like hand mirror or anything like that. Um, at this point too, Mars is just standing there with absolute confusion um, on her face. And also at this point, you kind of hear echoing from behind you. You us. hear We're Nick's voice and party. Iris's voice. <laughs> Shut the door. And then the door closes. Uh, I'd um, like to start ransacking this room if I could, just like just throwing stuff around. Looking, sure. I don't know what I'm looking for, but I'm just throwing around. Maybe someone <laughs> else will spot it. But I'm just sounds like, sounds excellent. So this yes. room doesn't have much. So I'll say you won't even have to roll to search this room. I would like to also look for gloves. Okay. <laughs> I found her. I thought she was drowning, face down in the crimson pool. When I pulled her out, she was smiling. I can feel myself slipping, my mind slipping. I think I'll taste it just to see. I found one over here, something. I am his vessel. The ancient ones, power flows through my veins. The ritual's finally complete. What is this nonsense? Congratulations, Dr. Clark. <laughs> Looks like you were right. She I'm up. mad that you're right, but you're right. So that room, that room we just saw, that, that was where it happened, right? She laid down in the pool. She allowed the ritual to take her. Must be. Oh, God. I think Clark is just distraught that he hates being right, too. Um, I think <laughs> he goes over to the window and... He's going to open the the blinds and he just wants to feel the sun on his face. Okay, so you open the blinds and you are looking into a living room. You look into the living room of a large house of some sort. You see couches, coffee table, 
tall walls. Um, ceilings go up really high. You see a chandelier hanging in here. You see an archway that leads probably to some sort of entryway or something like that. Um, and you see someone, it's like piece by piece, they're slowly coming into your vision. There are quite a few people standing in this room and the attention seems to be drawn to you. And there's a moment where you're sure they're looking at you and then you maybe move your hand or move a certain way and they don't react to it. And as they walk up, you realize they're looking, they're not seeing you. And you see them kind of like knocking on the glass. You hear a very hollow like ding, 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 ding. You see them kind of like touching, moving, you know, tugging, like trying to possibly get something off of the wall. Do, do they look human? They look like us? Yeah. Yeah, they, they look I'm gonna human. I'm going to turn back to you. Do you see this? Does everyone see this? Nothing can be normal in this damn place. I'm gonna knock on the window. Please, please, we're over here, we're on the other side, please! As you say this, it's almost like your voice comes back as an echo, but it's not your voice. You hear them say, and you watch as they, um, one of them has a cigarette. They blow smoke directly towards this window. You see it hit the window, but as it comes up, it comes through basically like a crack up at the top. Uh, cigarette smoke starts coming in uh, and you hear one of them. Um, he's got like a pencil thin mustache uh, as someone's kind of like, <laughs> kind of like pushing the smoke away. The, this one's doctor recommended. Is that the man that I saw shoot the mirror? Because the pencil thin mustache sounds familiar. Emily would remember, but for me, it's been a couple um, weeks. <laughs> if that's yeah. PV, I'm going to fucking riot. <laughs> and then there's this moment where you must all have blinked at once, but there's nobody behind the glass anymore. It's just an empty living room. Mars walks over to stand beside you, and she's kind of looking at the window there is a latch and it does look like she can open it can open but she just looks at you uh, O'Hara can you turn your mirror towards this thing real quick just, just test it out that's it you look at the window through the mirror alright you are looking at a a mirror itself taking place of the window with a gaudy golden frame. Well, don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> um, Thank you. Ar Ar Arabella's kind of had a hard afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna try to hit it. Okay, so, so specifically like with, with Iris's sword. Sure. So Dr. Clark is standing here, Mars is standing here, and then suddenly a sword comes from between the two of you, what? slams into the glass. You hear the glass shatter. It shatters outward. You watch as um, glass just sprays in 
and covers the living room floor of this building. You now are clearly no longer looking at a window, but you are looking at a hole in the wall where a mirror is placed on the other side. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. No, that was, that was good. Yeah, no. Mars has like a question mark at the end of that sentence. Could we go through? Could we find those people, do you think? Do you think maybe they're on the other side? Maybe we could get out. At that, Nicole starts climbing through. You see, as she's pushing through, she kind of cuts part of her arm on the side of the glass and just pushes through. And once she reaches to the other side, she holds her hand out to start helping people through. Is, is there another door in this room? Um, One there's that we not. Came and through, and then... as as you're looking around as well, the door that you came through is gone. Oh. Ah. Uh, fuck. Um. <laughs> hey everyone. Uh, the door's gone. Uh. Uh. Hey, can you turn the mirror towards that where the door used to be, real quick? Just a. There's no door. Oh. Ah, great. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, um, this entire room, though, is... I, I was kind of waiting till the scene played out a little bit. This is going to require sanity checks for everyone. Yeah, that tracks. That tracks. Can Vivi look at the... As Emily is turning that around, can she look um, like at the room through the mirror? Like, as she's moving around the room, like, see the room reflected in the mirror? Um, I will say yes. Um... But it takes like only let me let me put it this way, only Vivi and Emily would be able to see in the reflection of this mirror that the room that you are in is just a cave. What? What? No. What was everyone's sanity rolls? I failed. I passed. I passed. Doomed. <laughs> failed. Failures are gonna be three points of sanity. Yeah, oh my boy. Do you all climb through? Do you all climb through the hole in the wall? I I hang no. back. Can I grab the duvet or like the bed covering and throw it over the broken glass first? Sure. Uh, I uh, start climbing through the caves, climbing up. I start digging upwards and I escape. I go home. <laughs> <laughs> Get it. I, uh, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna wait um, until other people have gone through, and I think I'm I'm just waiting on the other side, um, in the room that we were in, and I have my my gun, and it's kind of my hand is shaking, and I know I passed my sand roll, but I think this is probably the sanest Arabella's ever felt, um, because she is so fucking angry. Um, and all all she wants to do is is shoot Mars in the back of the head while Mars is helping people. Are you going to attempt this? Or uh, is it just a thought right now? Only if someone doesn't stop me. Um, can I make some sort of like, I don't know, spot hidden maybe? I to see think, if I notice this? Honestly, if, Margra- if you want Margrave to notice, Margrave can notice, and Margrave is the only one that won't have to roll to notice that, only because that information was shared with you previously. Um, Spot crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I don't think I'm, I'm trying to hide that I'm, I'm still angry and I'm, I'm still upset. I did literally just like shove my best friend's sword through the mirror. 
I'll maybe as you're like shakily maybe raising the gun, I'll just kind of like put my hand on it. I'm like, it's not the time. What? When you get out of here? As I'm sort of like looking around, even though I failed my sanity check, I'm like, get out of here. Don't worry. The drums, you can hear them. It is fine. It's just, it's, it's just a jungle. The cats are after us. It's fine. Follow you, but you just have to keep going, all right? It's behind you, I can smell you, but it's fine! It's just. Think ahead, think ahead. Yeah. I. I, around. <laughs> I think that that works. <laughs> that that's like, uh, I'm like calming her down, talk. but. but yeah. <laughs> that's that talk I heard today. It was fucking horrible. You. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I, I say, you hear the drums too? I can hear them. I, I didn't hear the drums before, but maybe I do now. Uh, <laughs> no! Stop with the drums! There's no focus, drums! Focus on them. Focus on the drums. I think I do what not only my character has been trying not to do, but also the player, me, VJ, has been trying not to do. And I, I start to cry and just kind of briefly put my head in like the crook of, of Monty's shoulder. Uh. Honestly, that's the only thing he doesn't know how to deal with. <laughs> He's like, ah. Oh. There, there. <laughs> Tap with the holding the gun. Just. All right, this way, um... this way. Come on, Erhard. Yeah, you're. Nope, nope. I keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you have all climbed through um, this hole in the wall and. As you're kind of gathering in this strange living room, you're looking around, uh, you see there's a door, like an archway that probably leads to an entry room. There's an archway that seems to lead to a dining room. And then you smell the smoke and you begin looking around and it's almost like, you know how like um, photo burns, how it's just like slowly burning in. That's kind of what your vision is doing as you see oh. the flames that are suddenly engulfing this room from this house that was set on fire you quickly look back and the 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 hole in the wall you shattered to get in here is now a perfectly secure golden framed mirror you see yourselves um looking back at the mirror and then as you go to glance back at each other Shit. arabella you turn and you see that you're the only one in the room. And you start looking around frantic for a moment. Monty was right beside you. And as you're looking around, you see that the doorway into the next room is instead a, like a, a little doorway into the basket of a hot air balloon. You don't see anyone around you. There are no flames anymore either. What would you like to do? Oh God. Um, I I feel like I have I I have two avenues. Can I can I make a sand check to see which way I go? Sure. Which one are you assigning to which? Um. Oh God. Um. 
pass, I, I, I try and stay like somewhat rational about what's happening. And I try to find my friends. Fail, I, I embrace the fantasy. Perfect. And I, I go into the balloon. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. That's a hard pass. Okay. All right. So you pull your, you pry your eyes away from the hot air balloon and you're looking around, you're looking through the room. You walk over to where the doorway just was for the dining room and it is bricked off. It's just bricks. You turn and you look towards the window that seems to lead outside in this regular living room. You you rush over, you pull open the curtains, it's bricks. And um, you hear a noise and you kind of glance back over toward the hot air balloon and Iris is standing in it. Iris, you are welcome. You've already made me cry once tonight. Oh, fuck. Let's go make another book. We need a story. Come on. You gotta finish it. No, you're, you're, you're not real. I, I watched you die and I left you once. You're not real. I need, I need, I, Monty, Dr. Clark, can you sound off? Do, do we hear her? It's just you and me. Come on. You're not real. You're not real. And you watch, Arabella, as Iris' hand is out. Um, the longer you you look at Iris's face and there's this smile. But anytime you look away, out of the corner of your eye, you see the face twist. And then when you look back, it's right back to where it's supposed to be. Is there, is there any shard of broken mirror on the ground? Or can I make a luck roll to see if I grabbed a piece? Uh, sure, make a luck roll. Fuck. Double check, I think that passes. Yes, yeah, that passes. Okay. Sure, you have a little sliver of mirror. Okay, um, I'm gonna I hold that up and see if I can look in it and see what's what's going on in this room with my balloon. Okay, go ahead and make a sanity roll for me. Ah! Ordinarily, I'd ask Iris to blow into this too, but I don't trust you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> God, that passed by one. Oh. Okay. Um, so at, as you are looking through this reflective surface at the room, you see the room exactly as you see it. You see Iris 
standing in a hot air balloon. So I, I actually see her, well, but I don't because I see her face twisted. And I'll say you see the face the same way in the mirror. Like when you're looking right at the face in the mirror, it's fine. But the moment you look away, the reflection starts to twist and turn and distort. Um. And there's, there's nothing else that I see in the room when I take the mirror and turn it around. I don't see any. Oh, it all seems to be exactly the same. And, and Iris, at this point, you notice she has your sword. You don't need to keep it safe anymore. Come on. You can bring it to me here. And we'll, I'll keep you safe while we travel the world. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, I'm, I, I'm going to explain what I want to do and then Carrie, tell me if... It's clown shit nonsense, and I can't do it. <laughs> um, I, 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 I turn to Iris, um, and I, I stretch out my hand, um, and and I say, "Okay, we'll travel the world in my hot air balloon, and we'll write all sorts of stories about about Doctor about about Doctor McKay, and our friends, and we'll give them the happy ending that they deserve, right?" Oh, I know where McKay is. Come with me. I'll, I'll, I'll show you. Dr. McKay's alive. Yeah. And I, I step forward, making like I'm, I'm going to like take her, her hand in mine, like we held hands before. Um, and because I didn't fail that sand check earlier, I'm gonna shoot her with my gun. <laughs> <gasps> There's a loud bang. Emily. Yeah, huh? You turn into this room and you see the sick room. You've been in this room before. And your heart immediately skips a beat and your stomach clenches as you look the rotting corpse of a person sitting on the bed. They look over to you almost as if they were expecting you and they sound sad, tired, and they say, please, I just need you to hold my hand, please. And they reach a dripping hand out toward you. Is the door still like I'm, I'm up against the door again? Like, um, you you expect so. That's where you are locationally. I'm gonna try. <laughs> try. You, you reach try around the and door you, you feel wall. Great. Um, blinds are closed. You don't see a window. Fuck. <laughs> um. I uh, I I. I I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. I, I can't. And she'll just like curl as like trying to disappear into the wall. Yeah, you just sit back into the corner and you actually begin to feel almost like 
almost like your pant leg sticking like hmm. like like duct tape or something your pant leg sticking to the wall and at first you're a little grossed out by this but you look down and you realize it's just your it's just the fabric mixing in with the material of the wall itself you're quite literally melting into the wall and the figure stands up and says please and just reaches she can't she just she just cannot um is there any uh other than the clothes that i am currently wearing like fabric nearby uh literally anything that she could use to like cover her hands um make a luck roll <laughs> all right guys i have to roll below a six. Oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> Bunk, man. that's a 75 <laughs> so it's a hard <laughs> no just um uh okay 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 uh how far away is is the thing reaching for her um They've stood up from the bed and they've taken a step. So their their arm is reached out. They're probably maybe there's like a ten foot distance between you. Okay. I'll tell you this. You you see this person before you standing up, not really advancing, but they've taken a step towards you. They're holding out their hand. And as you're beginning to disappear into this corner, you feel you can you can melt into this corner. You'll get away from this person if you melt into this corner. Emily's gonna take the scarf that was once beautiful but is now sad and broken and wrap her hand um, so she won't be making physical contact and grip their hand. Just step forward and like a handshake almost. Okay, um, I'm gonna have you make a dodge roll real quick. Ah! Yeah. Okay, that's probably a fail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, All right, that's so 63 as you, out of 37. <laughs> as you reach with this scarf um, and kind of grab onto the hand, they pull you closer and their other hand goes up and touches your face. Just slaps right into your face. And there's a moment where you, I mean, this is it, you're done. Like, you can't handle this. You you literally can't handle this. And that moment disappears like a flip of a switch. That moment's gone and the hand doesn't feel so bad anymore. And as the hand is being removed from your face, you you watch it as it's moving away. It's not it's it's not decayed at all. And you watch yourself lower your hand. And then you hear shifting in the bed and you look over and you see you sitting on the bed. I don't want to die alone. 
I don't want to die at all. Mr. Margrave. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> you turn and you're standing in a jungle. You hear the drums. And you hear the footsteps of the creatures you fought in the cave. There's there's four left. You hear them sprinting off. But you can track them. I failed the sanity check, correct? I would like to track them. All right, go ahead and make a, is it, is there tracking in this or is it just survival? Um, there is track, also survival. I prefer track. If... Yeah, yeah, track is what I was going for. I just didn't know if that was this game. <laughs> oh, uh, success, 44 under 50. All right, so you, look over and you see just the sloppy marks they're leaving as you're following their trail. I'll find them. I'll find that beast. I just like kind of keep going forward, trying to keeping low, see if I can find them like feeding or stopped somewhere so I can get a good shot. Yeah, as you as you head over, you do kind of there's there's a slight um there's like this large twisted tree that you're able to kind of come up and kind of lean on. You look over and you see it's a bizarre sight because you've seen how these things move. Um but right now you see them kind of down on all fours drinking from what was a river, but it appears to be a river of blood now and you watch them drinking from this river of blood you kind of take aim i'd like to if possible from the tracking i'd like to see if maybe either wait to see if i can get one of them alone because i know shooting with all of them there is a bad idea so if it's possible i'd like to wait and see if i can track and get like one alone by itself because i know that's the smart hunter thing to do do you think that there's a moment where um you feel this like fogginess in in your head and you kind of you're forced to kind of rub your eye a little bit and as you look back up there's only one sitting at the river excellent can i do an int roll sure you can get out a shot Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, There's a 19 under 45, so that's a hard success. Okay. Um, You are taking aim at this thing. You're looking, and there's another moment where you just have to kind of rub your eye a little bit, and as you open your eyes, you're standing in the entryway of the manor and the hairs on your arm stand up. Hairs on the back of your neck stand up. What what manner? The, where you had walked in. 
Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. You're just not in that living room area. You're in like the entryway. You can kind of see the living room behind you. Mm. And as you're looking around, uh, you hear a terribly familiar sound. And you look over to see the beast you've been hunting crawling down from the staircase. You see multiple arms, impossible mouths, an abomination, and your mind nearly breaks trying to think up how a creature like this could even exist as you're getting a better look at it now as its hands are gripping parts of the stairs, hands are coming out of mouths to kind of push itself further along. I'm stepping back and I'm saying, I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of you. Uh, I'm not afraid of you. And I'm trying to shoot. All right, make a sanity roll first. 29 uh, over 23, so, so very close. <laughs> All right, you are going to lose two points of sanity. Excellent. And fear grips you. This creature lunges, and you cannot fire. No! Vivi. Oh. Yeah. You're standing, now alone, in the living room. You begin to look around, and you... Hear wood creaking. It's not like that of an old house, it's like that of a ship. You hear it creak and groan. You just glance over to the window, you see the, the uh, curtains are pulled, and you see about halfway up the window is water. Like half of this room is beneath the surface of the ocean. It's groaning, it's creaking, and you look over at the archway. And the archway is instead a door. It's an open doorway that leads to a familiar room in the ship. The room of Rowena Glass. Is the door open? Like, uh, can she see if... She looks around and doesn't see anyone else with her. Doesn't... I assume there's no other... Like, behind her, the door is just gone, or the hole is just gone. Yeah, though, the mirror is there. You see yourself in the mirror now. Is this a mirror that she can take with her? Like, can um, she try to pry it off? It's pretty big. You walk over to it, and it's, like, impossible to get okay. your fingers behind it. It's almost like it is a part of the wall itself. Okay. She'll stand there for a moment, just kind of thinking through the options, and then kind of draw herself up and head towards the door. Um, you head for the door, you kind of push it 
just barely to open up just a little bit more and you see Rowena Glass um, tied to the bed as she was before. You see an IV in one arm. Um, you see Dr. Glass sitting there uh, like he was for all those nights, sleepless, tending to her, taking care of her, telling her that she's going to be okay. And then he looks up to you and he says, she's going to be okay, isn't she? I I don't know, Dr. Glass. I, I've never seen anything like this before. He seems to accept this and he turns and looks back down at her and it happens slowly and only out of the corner of your eye you see her form changing you see wings spreading skin just kind of drooping down before it turns into the actual wings itself you see the neck kind of extending just slightly teeth sharpening into fangs until you see one of those creatures down below. She sits up. She reaches out and she grabs onto Arthur Glass's head and screams. You hear a pop. Blood sprays. And she looks at you and she says, Am I going to be okay? Well, you did kill the only doctor in this room, Mrs. Glass. And in one kind of swift movement, she's up, bounces kind of off of this bed, lands directly in front of you, um, kind of just brings her head down to just stare directly into your face. Are you going to run? I saw how running turned out for some other folks both on the ship and elsewhere I think the chances are about the same I like to be like one of the brave soldiers and die on my feet there's this chuckle smile and she says oh I've had the soldiers they weren't that brave and then you watch as one claw comes out and slams forward Dr. Clark you turn and you stand alone in the living room Mars was just right beside you and You're looking around. There's no more flame, but you see a man standing in the doorway that that leads out to the entryway of the home. He has a pipe in his mouth and a fedora, and he's got a like jet black mustache. He's reading a book. He's got a book open in one hand, holding the pipe with the other. Uh, He looks over at you and you hear, 
just like normal sounds of the house. You hear a, a grandfather clock ticking. You hear some old music playing from somewhere off in the distance. Um, and he just kind of notices you and glances over and kind of smiles and nods to you. Looks back down at his book. Excuse me, have you seen any of my friends? We, j- we just came through here. We've been through a terrible experience. Can you show me where they, they came through? Uh, twins, uh, 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 a famous doctor, uh, uh, a nurse. Uh, please tell me you saw any of them. He takes the pipe from his mouth and uh, he kind of sets it on the book and he's like, oh, come, calm down. Um, <laughs> There's this his- ridiculous hunter. He, he dresses like a fool, but he's incredibly brave. And a pilot who is an author, she she flies. Please tell me you've seen any of them. I uh, I can't say that I have. Dr. Arthur Glass, it's a pleasure to meet you. He holds out his hand. He closes the book and he kind of puts it under his arm to secure it a little bit better. What is this you say about your friends they came they came through when just just now they came through just now you said your name was dr glass yes dr arthur glass it is a pleasure to meet you go ahead and make a spot hidden roll for me okay mm. a 42 under 75. all right your eyes flick down to the book that he's holding can I take a real quick look around him uh, in terms of just items in this room? Um, just so I have an awareness of what the room looks like before. Yeah, I'll say easy enough. It looks a lot like you did when you stepped through it. Uh, living uh, couch, coffee tables, kind of a like a side table right inside the room. It's just very, it just screams money. Like it's very fancy in here. There's a lot of wasted space. You see rugs. Um, but you don't see any other people. You can kind of hear like movement upstairs and, and, and occasionally you'll see like a servant kind of walking from one place to the other carrying various items. But as for things laying around, you don't really see anything. Reverend Arthur Brooke, uh, Winters Hall. Fascinating read, isn't it, Mr. I'm, excuse me, Dr. Glass. Uh, and he kind of draws his attention back down to the book and he says, fascinating is a word for it. Uh, my wife is quite ill, you see. Um, I've been, well, I've been trying everything and I found this old book and I've never believed in the superstitious stuff myself, but I thought I'd give it a shot. What, what could go wrong, you know? What, what do you believe, Dr. Clark? Do you believe in the superstitious I think that belief is a foolish thing that is an affliction of the human condition. But this is a recent belief and again, means nothing. He seems a little confused by this. But my profession is one that deals in those books. Where'd you find that book, Dr. Glass? I have many friends and he just kind of uh, looks and he's, he's actually now like turning for you to like see a part of it like he's he's moving to a specific page and you see there is one spot in this book that for some reason you can read completely clearly and 
as he's flipping through this, he says this part here, and he kind of points and you look at a, a piece that talks about um, blood transfusions and curing ailments with basically transferring someone else's blood into your bloodstream in order to cure yourself of whatever affliction you had acquired. Um, again, it's some sort of like actual ritual you have to complete. And, and he points to this and he says, in what world would something like this work? And he just, he's looking down and he kind of bites um, the pipe between his teeth. You'd be surprised. Two of right. them, if things are to be believed. Do you mind? And I'll put my hands out for the book. Right, so you're saying this isn't just made up to scare the naive. Depends on how it's performed, by who. By fools with too much money or idiots with perverted beliefs. All manner of fools can make it work. Wow. Do you mind? And I'll put my hands out again. He shuts the book and says, perhaps I will give it a shot then. And you see him kind of put it behind his back and the brevity hits you like a car sinking into like a body of water. Jolting, gradual, but quick enough that it's overwhelming. You told Arthur Glass that this could be done. This will encourage him to attempt the ritual in that book that very well may have started all of it. But you know, also with a sickening pit in your stomach that it's already happened. You were meant to tell Arthur Glass that this stuff was real. You were always supposed to be here before you even knew it existed. And that thought begins to eat at your already loosened mind. For a moment, you're, you want to, you want to say more, you want to reach out for this book, but Arthur Glass smiles at you and says, well, I appreciate your honesty, Mr. Clark, right this way. And he leads you to the front door. He opens it and he kind of pushes you out to let you leave. And he says, goodbye now, Dr. Clark. And please do remember something for me. And he kind of waits for you to numbly turn back towards him. Remember, 7349. Yes. And then he steps back and the door closes. As it closes, you begin to hear the, the whooshing of fire. And you numbly turn and you begin to walk down the sidewalk until a small like explosion of some sort happens from inside the house itself and it pushes you onto your hands and knees on the sidewalk. Mars's voice is the next one, the next thing that you hear. It's slightly muffled by your own heartbeat in your ears. You hear her pained screams as she screams Annie's name. 
She screams for Annie once, twice. You hear the tears. You look up and, and she tries to run for the house, but the police officer comes and grabs her before she can, holding her, holding her back. She's screaming and crying. Dr. Clark, you look up and around at everyone else standing or sitting here with various wounds and the same defeated and exhausted expressions. You see before you Arabella sitting knees up to her chest, slightly vacant expression. You see Emily standing numbly, kind of just hugging herself for a moment. You see Nicole Mars being dragged toward an ambulance and a police car. And, and near the ambulance and police car, you see three other people already sitting in the same style clothing that you saw Vivi and Emily. You see, you see a woman with blonde hair. It's kind of messy right now, hard to tell. You see a man that looks a little rough, uh, blood all over him. Suit and tie, but really disheveled. You see another woman with black hair. It looks like it was maybe tied up, but it's, it's a mess now. Whoever they are, they've maybe been through half as much as you. You sit there with your fellow survivors in a brief moment to, cat, to, to kind of look at each other, catch each other's eyes before the paramedics will finish up with the others and come over to you. You were right. You were right, Mr. Margraves. You were right. All of us were right. We were supposed to be here. We were supposed to be here. And I'm going to take a pen from my bag and I start writing that number all down my left arm. Uh, Emily looks around at the cars that don't make sense, at the clothing and the, the feel of fresh air. And she just drops to her knees and sobs. <laughs> Bella yeah, turns to Dr. Clark and says, Dr. Clark, the book, the, 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 the book that I gave you before we enter the cave. Yeah. I think you're right. I think we were meant to, to be here and to survive. Flip, flip to the front page. Take it out from my bag and flip. Um, the inscription that I wrote to Dr. Clark's niece is, I'll see you someday in the clouds.
You slowly begin to notice as you're all looking around at your surroundings, the house lighting up the night with its bright orange flames. You're looking at the ambulance and, and the police cars. And you begin to get a better look at the paramedics and the police officer. Strange, strange haircuts. And the officer takes a device from his pocket and he puts it to its ear. And we see Dr. Clark, Arabella Earhart, and Emily O'Hara thrust into the year 2022. And this is where the story of the Glass Chronicles comes to a close. But trust me when I say this story is far from over. We were supposed to be here. Are you looking for a D&D podcast with a dark side? Something more like Game of Thrones and less like Monty Python? Tale of the Manticore is part dark fantasy audio drama, part solo D&D RPG. There's no plot armor here. The dice make all the important decisions. Join me as I resurrect the excitement, wonder, and emotion of old school D&D. Made for a mature audience, Tale of the Manticore is both a fiction and a game. It's the story where chaos rolls.